everybody it's queen motivation um and if you would like to hear the rest of that song please feel free to go to my instagram um the poet michelle and click on the link in my bio and you can listen to that entire song and the rest of my spoken word and even watch some of my spoken word videos um today is january the 31st and i'm extremely happy to be here and excited to talk with everyone listen um today's i'm just going to be going over vision boards and how they have helped me also my queen of the week stacy burtz who was who is um a stage three breast cancer survivor i'm going to read her story that i wrote up on her the interview i did with her um and i am also asking everyone to tell me where is your happy place? What's your happy place? My happy place is any time that I can create. I love creating, whether it's just putting my poetry on canvases, writing a new poem, or even doing this podcast. It's my happy place. I did have one of my um, Instagram followers on Queen Motivation respond, and he said his happy place is his temple. Um, he actually, I'll, I'll read what he said. He said, my happy place is my temple. As long as all is well within, I am happy. Which I found that answer to be really, really amazing and good. Um, which made me want to, like, bring it over to uh, the podcast and just read it. So I want to know, you guys, what's your happy place? How do you get there? Um, what do you do? What are the, some of the practices you do? Whether it's meditate um, work out, just, yeah, call in and tell me, uh, what you do to get to your happy place. Okay, so next up is going to be, um, Stacey Burt's, uh, stage three breast cancer survivor, and that, um, article that I wrote up, it's going to be on my website by the, by the end of the week, hopefully, (laughs) it should be by Friday. Yes, um, which my website is www.queenmotivation.com. Exactly like that. Queen Motivation, all one word and all put together as one word, dot com. And you can go there and you can actually check out some of the other um, articles and interviews that I have written up on other female queens of the weeks. Um, so I have fashion designers on there. I have women who um, are authors on there. I have women who own their own jewel, a woman who owns her own jewelry line. So there's really a lot of motivational uh, stories on there. Um, so check it out. Let me know what you think. And up next, I am going to be telling you or reading you my last, uh, my latest queen of the week. So stay tuned. Who's hope you must believe? Take a step towards your fate. And you will see the dream is real. Maybe a million ways to 
Every line I spit, every word she sings We uplift, save a queen, save a dream This is greatness, I know some fly chicks with great gifts Praying we all make it, we are all queens in our creator's eyes No matter the scar or current situation Queens, Okay, so I'm back with um, the article that I wrote up, the interview that I wrote up, These Bones Shall Live, um, a story from um, a story about Stacey Burtz, uh, which also happens to be my aunt, um, Stacey Burtz, a stage three breast cancer survivor. When we hear or even see the word cancer, we automatically associate it with death. I remember the first time I heard the word in a sentence connected to someone I love. I was in the 10th grade. I forgot what class I was headed to when I decided to use a payphone to call my mother. I would have never imagined that our conversation would lead to me crying. Grandma has cancer. The words blurted out by my mother as if saying it fast enough wouldn't make it real. Tears rushed from my eyes. I found myself mourning someone who was still alive. For me, cancer had never been associated with survival, strength, courage, a second chance, love, or laughter. Cancer had always been the word that could lead a room full of family and friends to dead silence. I was a teenager when my grandmother died of cancer. I was in my late 20s when her youngest daughter, my Aunt Stacy Burtz, was diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer. I would never look at cancer the way I had in the past. When I look back at that part of her journey, our journey, as a family, I remember a lot of laughter, a lot of prayers. I have always loved my aunt, but during that time, a special love grew for her, extra love. Her courage, her beauty, and her light wouldn't allow anyone who came in contact with her to feel sorry for her. Instead, it was always joking going on, childhood, childhood stories being told. This time, cancer wasn't going to take our joy. And it definitely wasn't going to take the heart of our family. The one who remembers everyone's birthday. The one who gives whatever she has to help her nieces and nephews. Watching her survival gave me hope and courage not to give up on myself. So I decided why not ask her to share her story with Queen Motivation. And maybe she could do the same for someone else. She started from the beginning. There was no sadness in her voice or regret. I had just come back from vacation with my husband and found a letter in the mail. It was from the office where I had my monogram performed at. It stated that I needed to follow up with my doctor as soon as possible. Something came back in the exam. It became the longest weekend of her life. Having received the letter on a Friday, it was too late to make an appointment that day. The office was already closed. Stacy admits she was stressed and cried a lot that weekend. When Monday finally came, she was met with words no woman wants to hear. Stage 3, breast cancer. Saying it out loud, hearing it being directed towards you, seeing your name next to it, I can only imagine it feeling as if your entire world stops. 
every noise, every conversation, even your own breathing stops. For Stacy, a devout Christian, that's exactly what it was, a moment. She took it in, hearing the words, understood how serious it was, and began to pray. There was no time for anger, blaming, or even depression. For her, it would be her faith. God, praying in her family that would help her keep her spirits up. It was her husband that helped get her through the chemo, the hair loss, her nails turning black. Stacy begins to tear up thinking back to how much her family was there. My family played a huge part in keeping my spirits up. My sisters were all was always there. I would fall asleep and wake up and Avis, my older sister, would still be there. Stacy said it was her faith that God would heal her, a faith that she knew had to be followed by her doing the work, which consisted of finding herself a doctor that would give her hope. And after, excuse me, after finding out she was sent to a specialist who offered her no help, no encouragement, in her words, he was just doing his job. He was not optimistic. His entire attitude was not good. He offered no comfort. That day she left feeling a little hopeless. And once again, her sisters would be right there moving forward with a prayer and a plan to find a better doctor. They found Dr. Gordon. Stacy describes him as being amazing. She said she walked out of the office feeling so encouraged. He assured her they were in it together and would find a treatment that would work for her. Stacy's advice to any woman dealing with breast cancer is to give it to God and forgive anybody and everybody. Forgiveness, she says, plays a huge part. You have to forgive. If not, it eats you up inside. Laughter is another form of medication she took. Being able to laugh puts you and your body in a better mood. Doing the research research and finding a good doctor is also very important, Stacy says. Stacy also made sure she had a scripture to repeat to herself. She read the Bible, Ezekiel verse 77, these bones shall live, became kind of her mantra. She even got to the point where she would reply, yes, these bones will live with confidence and faith. Her faith is what got her up every day in her work. Doing the research, praying is what kept her moving through her journey. Some people believe when you are Christian that having faith that God will heal you is enough. Stacy says, yes, you have to have faith that God will heal you, but you also have to do the work. I myself like to think of it as if God and you become teammates and being and begin to work together to make things better. Faith without works is dead. Stacy says she prayed and asked for direction when it came to picking the right treatment for her. She was into the healthy way of living, juicing every day, etc. But she knew she had to do what would be best for the situation at hand. And felt God was telling her to put her trust in Dr. Gordon and his plan. Not every woman that is diagnosed with breast cancer goes through the same treatments. And that has a lot to do with what stage you are diagnosed at. Cancer.org reports that breast cancer is the second leading cause of cancer death in women. Lung cancer 
is number one, killing more women each year. Statistically, about 1 in 37 women will die from breast cancer, according to cancer.org. I started thinking and counting the women I know, and then thought about the women I come in contact with throughout my day, the ones who get in my car as Uber riders headed to work and school, the number of women who have come in and out of the nail salon I go to, the women in the grocery store. I thought if I counted each one and stopped at 36, then counted myself, the harsh reality is one of us will be diagnosed and most likely die from breast cancer. It sounds harsh and it's hard to swallow, but it's the reality that we are living in. But it doesn't have to be. Cancer.org also reported from 2007 to 2017, breast cancer deaths in women 50 and over have continued to decrease and is believed to be because of early screening, increased awareness, as well as better treatments. So I'm going to stop right there. And if you would like to um, know more about Stacy's story and the outcome and how she, um, more of how she got through it, on Friday, you can go to www.queenmotivation.com and I will have the full um, article up and ready for you. Also, with pictures of Stacy and her lovely family. Um, and I just want to say that early screening is very important. My aunt did tell me that I probably should get a screening done. I am very scared and nervous about it, but um, it is something that I plan to do very soon. Um, I started thinking about the fact that um, cancer.org said that women 50 and over have continued to decrease um, from dying of breast cancer and it's because of early detection is one of the reasons and these women are told to get it at that age I believe like 40 is supposed to be the age that you get it so I'm thinking that if we women in our that are in their 30s if they start um, getting um, the early screenings then maybe it will decrease as well um, I know that it's rare for um, young women in their 20s and 30s to um, have breast cancer, but it does happen. So um, stay tuned. Next, I will be talking about vision boards and how they have helped me. All right, so I'm back. And I don't think I will ever read an article again. I don't know. I won't say I won't ever do it, but it is a little weird, and I kept messing up, and I was nervous. But, um, okay, so now I'm back, and I want to talk about vision boards. What is a vision board? Well, it's a tool used to help clarify, concentrate, and maintain focus on a specific life goal or goals. You display images that represent whatever you want or what you want to be, do, or have in life. My first time actually using a vision board, I actually had a wall. <laughs> it wasn't like an actual board or poster that people normally use. Um, it was, I want to say, the summer of 2014. Um, I was kind of just getting back on my feet and I was living with my, um, aunt, my aunt Stacy, <laughs> which just so happens to be what my last, uh, topic was about. But, um, 
I had a previous before moving in with her. I just had went, I had like a three year run of just craziness. And I'll tell that story. Actually, if you go to my, uh, poetry page on reverbnation.com, which you can click the link in my bio on Instagram at the poet Michelle, I actually have a poem that kind of talks about kind of what I was going through. Um, it's called I hate that hoe. So that can kind of give you an idea. Um, but I needed change. Um, I fell off so bad when it came to going after my dreams. I didn't even realize how depressed and how low my self-esteem was until after I had pulled myself out of it. I started reading books like I See Your Soulmate by Sue Frederick, a book that is really about finding your purpose and forgiveness and I also started listening to motivational audios by uh, Paul Santisi. You can Google him. Um, title even has his motivational um, affirmations and things like that to like reprogram your way of thinking. Um, and then I came across the great movie, um, The Secret. And next thing you know, I was having I was hanging a motivational affirmations all over the room I was living in. Things like I am happy, I am focused, I am working towards my dreams. And in between the affirmations, I hung up pictures of what I wanted. One being a kitchen that overlooked the beach. Two being a smaller body. I cut out a picture of Kelly <laughs> Rollins, <laughs> Kelly from Destiny's Child. I cut out her body and I put my face on it. <laughs> and three, the qualities I wanted in a man, how I wanted a man to treat me. The room I was living in was so small that I had no choice but to look at it every day and night. And I would go over every positive affirmation, saying them out loud with good intentions and feelings. That's where Sue Fedrick's book paid off. It helped me forgive Forgive myself, forgive the man that abused me, forgive my parents and my family members. Now I had room to feel good and focus on what I wanted, my happiness. Hatred and hating, hate in your heart will not bring you what you want. That's something that I had to learn. Within six months, I was living on the beach. By Halloween, I was down two dress sizes. And by January, I was starting a relationship with a man who treated me the way I listed on the wall. Vision boards are the real deal, but you must have faith and you must look at it daily. And don't worry about what you need to do to get what you want. Worry and stress is what will keep you from getting it. Get a poster board at the dollar store. Dollar Tree sells two of them for a dollar. Use your wall if you have to. That's what I did. Make sure you have tape and scissors. And as for pictures, you can use magazines, but I like to use Google. I Google what I want and then I print it out. For example, I'm going to own my own dream car one day, which is a McCann Turbo Porsche. Black with red interior. <laughs> 
Also, this time when I create my vision board, I'm going to put pictures of things and people that make me happy, like Febreze and Lysol. You might think that's crazy, but yes, I'm going to put a picture of Febreze and I'm going to put a picture of Lysol because I love the smell of them. Like, you have no idea. And a picture of the ocean because I love water. And my niece, Ava. Feeling happy and good is important when manifesting your dreams. So I hope you all are going to create a vision board. I'm going to start mine tomorrow and share it on my Instagram page on Friday. Make sure you follow me at Queens Motivation 718. Remember, it's Queens with the S Motivation 718. And if you follow me and you're interested in receiving a copy of my latest mixtape, Queen Motivation, just direct, uh, direct message me right after you follow me and I'll be happy to either email you the tracks or I can mail you the entire album or mixtape, the entire mixtape. Um, and also just remember you can always go on to my other Instagram the poet Michelle and you can click the link and you can listen to my poetry there and watch my videos. My ultimate dream is to become a motivational speaker slash spoken word artist that performs all over the world, encouraging women. Um, and I also just want to share my story because I didn't just wake up and believe all these things it was a journey it was a process and I'm still working on myself and I'm still trying to become better each and every day but I think it really helps when you have people encouraging you women who share their stories um, that's why I created Queen Motivation so we could share our stories with each other and help encourage encourage each other so Again, I'm so happy about this podcast. And if you want to ask me any questions, um, feel free to call in. I love answering questions. I love talking to people and sharing my story. And I especially love hearing other people's stories. All right. I hope everyone has a wonderful Tuesday, a productive, happy Tuesday. Or is it Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> Peace.